Okay, welcome to another episode of... 2ATB or not 2ATB, sorry. I wasn't aware that you were... Um, today, we're going to talk about, this evening, we're going to talk about benign breast disease. Very good. We've kind of touched on it in a different episode, but Whatever. we've seen a different version of it, mm-hmm. and there's no harm in going over it. No, certainly not. Um, so, can you, do you, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to give you the list, or do you want to guess some? How would you like? Give me the list and I can tell you what I know about these things. Okay. Mondor disease. Uh, this was like Lord of the Rings themed. So it's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, you love this one. It's a thrombosed vein. Yeah. And it's like a bag of, no, it's like a worm. Cord-like rope or something like that. It doesn't say this here, but it's fine. Oh. <laughs> it, it presents a tender, palpable cord. Okay. It looks exactly like you'd expect... Too with all those Yeah. Um, you don't have to anticoagulate for it. Just NSAIDs and warm compresses. Okay. That's useful. Yeah. So then there's a large um, section called fat-containing lesions, and within that we have five lesions. Five fat-containing lesions. lesions. One. Five you know. gold rings. One you should know from a post I did recently. Uh, galactosil. Yes. Very good. One is a word that you love, and one way to describe it is... Hamiltonus. Yes! <laughs> I was going to say breast within a breast. <laughs> Very good. So three more. Uh, What's breast made of, mostly? Boobies. Yeah. Boobies. What tissue? Boobie. Fat? Yes. All right. A lipoma? Yes. Mm, nice. Like that. Two more. Two One more. that had a Latin name for something else. Eggshell classifications. Oh, like a fat necrosis. Yeah. Slash oil cyst, but I'm going to remember it's... Oil cyst? Yeah, fat necrosis. No, that's different, surely. Well, it says one slash the other. Oh, fine. Okay. And then, this is a bit random, so I'm just going to tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> not that random. I, I think I read inflammatory, but it's not inflammatory. It's intramammary lymph node. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm just going to say... Quickly go through them. Fat yeah. containing. Fat containing. Hematoma, buzzword, breast within a breast. They have an aunt mini appearance on mammography, although they are difficult to see on ultrasound. I'm just going to show you <laughs> the aunt mini. Okay, righty. Oh gosh. Okay. I mean, I don't think it looks they look like, like horrid little brains. Breast within the breast. So it's like a more dense. Breast, breast. within a breast. Within a breast. Yeah. Second galactosil. Yeah. Which we love. Seen in. Pregnant women? Lactating women. Thank you. And it's typically seen when in lactation? When you've just stopped. Exactly. Yeah. Where's the location? In the boobie. Subareola. Thank you. The appearance is variable but can have an art mini look with a... Oh, you've got a fluid, fluid, fluid level. No. Fluid flat level. Yes, because we're talking Excuse about fat containing lesions. Excuse me. Naughty. And this is the one that says it's possible to breast abscess these things up, which I think it means think that they're a breast abscess. Oh, I see. Get confused and start wanting to treat. Fine, okay. It. Yeah, yeah. And I guess because it's someone lactating, it could be mastitis. Yeah, infection. sure, sure. Fair thought. Then our eggshell one. Fat necrosis yep. slash oil cyst. These are areas of fat necrosis walled off by fibrous tissue. You see this one randomly, two post trauma, three post surgery, which we've already touched on. Could you tell me just that beginning bit? What they there's something something walled fat off. necrosis walled off by fibrous tissue. So do you have necrotic tissue in there? Fat necrotic, yeah. Okay, so like if there was a CT, you would see necrotic tissue. Yeah. 
ensemble. Yeah, and I think the creator looks quite fatty on CT. Oh, does he? Well, yeah, 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 low density, fine. Um, the peripheral calcification pattern is typically eggshell. Thank you for asking. <laughs> if you see a ton of them, you might think about steatocystoma multiplex. Might I? <laughs> and he describes it. I don't really know why. Some zebra with harmatomas. So that must be what that is. Do you want me to Google it? Because um, I haven't. No, I think what he means by that is it hematomas. No, oh. I well maybe, but I think what he might mean by that is that you know the classic medical saying that if you hear hooves, you don't think zebras. So I think what he might be saying there is that the most common thing that you'd see is a hamartoma. If you saw multiple, you might think lumps. You. You would be thinking of a zebra because it's rare. Yeah. But it's but a thing. It is so a thing. example probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, you know, I see what so you what's mean. So what's the name of that thing? Steatocystoma multiplex. Steatocystoma. So steato means fat, cyst yeah. means yeah. oil cyst, multiplex, I love them. Steatocystoma multiplex. Okay. Um, then lipoma, typically radiolucent with no calcifications. Enlargement of uh, lipoma is a criteria for biopsy. Don't know. Well, it makes sense. And then intramammary lymph node. These are normal and typically located in the tissue along the pectoral muscle, often close to blood vessels. They are not seen in the fibroglandular tissue. Okay. Mm, practice point. Does she need an ultrasound if it's palpable? Usually a palpable finding is going to get an ultrasound. If you are under 30, most people will skip the mammo and go straight to ultrasound. One of the exceptions is fat-containing lesion. A definite benign finding on diagnostic mammo. Okay, so if on mammo it looks like definitely benign fat, then you might not. They probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the next. Oh, actually, no, you might remember some. Don't look. Mm. So we've spoken about one when it degenerates, gives you some a form of calcification called what pops into your head. Oh, popcorn calcification, yeah, so fibroadenoma. Yeah. Breast mouse. Mouse? It's called a breast mouse. Why? Because it moves. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're really, really mobile. They move yeah, around. it is. So the typical appearance is oval, circumscribed mass of the homo homogenous <laughs> hypoechoic echo texture, and a central hypoechoic. Yeah, the whole thing's hypoechoic, and it has a hyperechoic band okay. within it, centrally. If it's shown in an older patient, it's more more likely to have popcorn calcification. Yeah, which is a buzzword. On MRI, it's T2 bright with a type one enhancement, which means it just progressively enhances, which is a feature of a benign thing. Okay. We talk about this later. Okay. Um, okay. T2 bright because it contains fat. Why is it not one of our fat-containing tumours, then? So maybe it doesn't contain fat. It probably doesn't, then. What does it contain? Why is it bright on T2? Not sure. <gasps> I, I hate that this book doesn't answer our questions. Mm. But anyway, keep going. I mean, if we had the other one, we'd to get the other okay. one. Fine. Um, so two more. Yeah. One you might have heard. It's like a sort of benign disease with a malignant risk. Phylodes. I was going to say Philodes, but... Oh, maybe. Well, no, maybe not. I've never heard it said out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Um, so, do you know anything about them? 
I know that they can metastasize. Yeah, that's so sort they, of all I know. Thing has a malignant degeneration risk of about ten percent. Okay. They can metastasize. Usually, do you know how? Hematogenously to the lungs and bone. Lungs um, and bone. Yeah, makes sense. This is a fast-growing breast mass. They need wide margins on resection as they are associated with a higher recurrence rate if the margin is less than two centimeters. It, Jesus. And then it occurs in an older age group than the fibroadenoma. Fibroadenoma is forty to fifties. Um, biopsy of centenary is needed because met via the lymphatics is so incredibly rare. So surely biopsy by sentinel isn't needed. No, it is. Oh, it's not needed, sorry. <laughs> um, so disseminating features of it. Rapid growth, hematogenous mets, middle-aged to older women, mimics of fibroadenoma. And then one more that I've never heard of before. I've read it. PASH. PASH. What was his handful? I don't know. I just read PASH. Pseudoangiomatous stromal hyperplasia. Pseudo angiomyoma, no, angiomatous stromal hyperplasia. So, some sort of blood vessels and some sort of stroma. Yeah. And just like? think of your sausage or mash. Excuse me? Just think of sausage or mash, pash. Okay. That's how you're going to remember what it is, pash. But why is sausage and mash going to help? Because mash sounds like pash. But what does sausage and mash have to do with it? Well, because that's what you have mash with. Sausages? Yeah. Sausages and mash. Does it look like a sausage? No, no, no. But it sounds like mash. <laughs> so when you're thinking of another benign breast disease, you're going to be like, what's that last really weird one? <laughs> sausages and mash. Pash. <laughs> I thought you were going to be really clever and it looked like sausages and mash. I mean, in fairness, sort of. It's usually big, 46 centimetres, solid, oval shaped, <laughs> with well-defined borders. It's, it's a fucking sausage. <laughs> Age range is wide, they can be seen between 18 and 50 year olds. Follow up in 12 months is a typical recommendation because it's a benign myofibroblastic hyperplastic process. Whatever. Okay. Sausage and mash, mash. And what do they look like? A sausage. <laughs> I mean, that's genius. We're now going to see one in real life if you don't listen to anything like a sausage. <laughs> We'll probably say, oh, that looks like a sausage. <laughs> and they'll be like, no. So we've only had no. 10 minutes. Okay. So the Quick next thing I'm going to do is um, cancer, but we kind of have already touched upon this. So it will be a bit repetitive. I think separate things. Stop it. Yeah, yeah I kind of think. Kind that. regards. 